You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I have interviewed a fellow dating coach. His name is Patrick Wu, and we talk a lot about confidence. We even go into the idea of value. We go into the idea of neediness, self-esteem, all big topics, and we get each other's different viewpoints on them. And it was very fun talking to Patrick here and always fun to talk to a fellow dating coach, especially one that helps men and really just dive into all these different topics. But yes, we do talk about confidence for most of it. And I think it's a pretty good conversation. I had a good time. I'm pretty sure he did too. And I think you will also. So don't forget to uh, take notes. I try to encourage guys that if anything ever hits you from an episode, you feel like, oh, wow, I want to come back to this concept. You will probably not remember it. Please write something down. Even if you're texting it to yourself or putting it in one of your note documents on your phone, it's going to help you. So always be taking notes. I do it all the time. And then I revisit some of those notes and look at them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Glad I wrote that down because that was a good point. Something I wanted to learn, something I wanted to implement, whatever it may be. So I encourage that on all episodes because you never know when something is going to hit you. If you need more help, with dating and you feel like you're coming to a little bit of a standstill with podcasts or maybe even my YouTube channel, I do have a course that's available. A lot of guys don't know that I have a course. It's called Hooked, which you can get at getherhooked.com. That's the website that will take you to the page that tells you all about the course. But let me tell you about it now. The whole course teaches you everything from A to Z in terms of meeting women, attracting women, female psychology, and how to get out of the friend zone, also, how to be a guy who's more attractive to women, talking about your inner qualities, outer qualities, goes into everything there. And it takes you step by step. I was on a call with a fellow earlier who was interested in, in coaching, and he said, okay, well, these programs, you got all these video courses. What's the difference between that and your podcast or YouTube channel? And I say, well, when you go to a podcast or a YouTube channel, you kind of pick different, different episodes, different videos, and you hit one, it kind of talks about some stuff. But it doesn't necessarily get you to a point. It just gives you some ideas on one topic. What if you wanted to learn everything all at once and have a system that guided you through it and had different videos teaching you everything to do so it actually takes you along step by step instead of trying to do this and piece it all by yourself. So that's what my program Hook does and it's going to help you tremendously. Check it out, getherhooked.com if you want to get it. It's a 10-hour video course that teaches you all of my best material to get you results with women and dating. So you can check that out after you listen to my interview with Patrick Wu. Here it is. Hey, Patrick, what's going on, man? Good to have you on the podcast. Hey, Tripp. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on this podcast today. For sure. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into what you do and a little bit of your background and history? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so my name's Patrick, and so I basically help men become their most super charming selves so that they can unlock their ability to attract a dream lover into their life. And I basically got kind of started in this somewhat similarly to your story from what I've heard, in that you're kind of like helping people give advice to people who were where you were 
like 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And when I go back to 15 years ago, I was someone who was really struggling in this area of dating. I was really unconfident in myself. And because I, I had such a lack of dating life, I really wanted to learn everything that I could to have a better dating life. And I kind of went down a lot of different rabbit holes. From all that, I kind of like seen a lot of the answers that I was looking for. And now I'm kind of helping, in a sense, me from 10 to 15 years ago have a more thriving romantic life. Sounds very similar to my story as well, because that's, that's what I do too, right? It's like I had issues and now I'm teaching guys to solve the issues that I solved. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For me, you know, I, I didn't really have, I don't feel like I was the most like an attractive guy. I wasn't someone who would, would just like stop being able to talk to someone altogether. Um, but for, for me, it was always like, I think I just had this belief that I just, w I had to be more than who I was. So I would always try to impress every girl that I talked to because I thought, well, since I don't have any value, I, I basically have to do all these things in order to attract a woman to my life. And, and I, I realized that by doing all those things, I actually made myself even more nervous or more weird and more unnatural when it, when it came to connecting with women. What did you do exactly that made you feel that way? Like, what did you, what did you try? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, well, let me kind of tell you like a quick story about like how this happened, for instance. So I remember there was a time when I like, when I threw myself down a, a flight of stairs just to impress a woman, because I thought that it'd be the cool thing. Like, oh yeah, women like wild men. So I'm going to throw myself down some stairs to impress her. And I remember just thinking like, oh, what if I didn't really have to do all these crazy things in order to attract a woman into my life? Like, what if you didn't have to really push yourself and, and do that stuff that didn't really connect with you? Yeah, yeah. So I did a lot of things where I, I was always trying to show my value to a woman because I always felt like I didn't have any. So I would try to be really impressive and, and name drop like, oh, yeah, do you know that I know this really famous actor that uh, is on this TV? Yeah, him and I like do improv comedy together. I I'd try to like if I was spending time with her, let's say doing some kind of physical activity or whatnot. I'm like, I'd be like sprinting uh, to see, to show her how fast I can, I can, I can run. You know, I was basically just kind of doing everything I could do to really impress women to, to show them that I have value so that they would spend time with me. So what did you think value was and what do you think it is today? That's actually a really great question, by the way. Well, I think that value back in the day was basically anything that that would impress someone to spend time with me. And I basically thought it was value from the outside world. In other words, oh, if I had more money, then a woman would want to spend time with me because then I'd have money to spend on her. Or it would be followers. Man, if I had more followers, then, then women would uh, want to spend time with me because I would have value again. So basically anything that I, I, I try to impress women by changing my outside world, that kind of value. And these days, I kind of see value more as what my values are, like what my day-to-day -day life values are. So when I can sync up my values with another person, then that's what I'm kind of looking for. I'm looking for the strongest connection with someone that connects with my values. So what do you think your values are now, what, today? What are they? Well, my specific values these days are someone who can enjoy adventure, life, or open to possibilities, trying new things. Um, I do some really strange things. And, and if someone doesn't want to spend time with me because I, I do some of these strange things, it, it probably wouldn't work. So it, it's kind of like those are just a few of my, my values, personal ones. Okay, got it. 
Got it. So it sounds like you had this epiphany of, of what value meant and you started to see results. Maybe you can tell us a story like what was one of the days that you had like an epiphany like, wow, this is actually working now. I'm actually able to attract women. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I, I mean, I, I can't attract every woman that's want to say that. But I will say that when I started to attract the type of women that I was really interested in, when I started to know, first of all, like what I was interested in attracting, that's when everything kind of started to change a lot. So I'll tell you a, a story about like something that, that really kind of happened. I was like, it kind of opened my eyes. I remember I was in San Francisco at the time and I was going to like the train station. And while I was going to the train station, I, I remember thinking, I saw like a, a blinking light that said like, like 17 minutes before the next train. And, and I went up to this woman and I said, man, 17 minutes, that's such a long time. Like we could learn an entire language. And, and she's like, yeah, she's kind of playing along with it. And she was like, yeah, right. Like, like can you believe how long it's going to take us to like get to the next train? I'm like, yeah, I know. So we were like talking about what kind of languages we should learn from each other, or if we could teach each other a language. And just from that kind of interaction, I could kind of sense that she kind of had like a similar you know, energetic level as me, or you can call it values as me in this moment. And, I, and because of that moment, I wanted to enjoy this person more. So I said, hey, why don't you come on this train with me? And, and why don't we go like spend some time together? And she was like, well, I'm kind of going the opposite way. So I was like, well, come, 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 come join me. Come join me and let's, uh, let's get to know each other. I think it'd be so much fun. Can't you just feel how much we're connecting together right now? And she's like, you're right. Maybe I should jump on this train with you. And, and I remember from even that kind of moment, I was like, wow, it's like when you find someone that kind of is in sync with you, it becomes so much more effortless when you connect with someone. So that was like a, an example of, oh, wow, I'm starting to like connect with someone like women that I was way more interested in, as opposed to just not having any kind of romantic options. What would you say to a guy who's really shy to be able to even get to that level? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Well, I think that whenever someone says that they're really shy, I'd say that they're just really caught up in their character a lot. Because I bet this guy who who considers himself as shy isn't shy all the time. I'm I'm sure that this guy has even moments with his friends where like he's probably just laughing and enjoying himself. It's just that because he so identifies in this specific situation or social situation that he's shy, I, I'd say that what if it doesn't even matter if you believe that you're shy or not? You're saying you're to ask the shy person that question? Well, I think that if, if someone identifies as shy, I would say that they're probably just too connected to the idea of their character of being shy. Oh, and that okay. if they actually saw who they really are, they're, they're so much more than being shy. Yeah, so you're saying that the whole reason or a big reason why they are shy is because they're connected to their identity of being shy. I always take it to the next step too is, first of all, I agree. Yes, for sure. And then the step above that is by by taking action and working on competence in an area where you don't feel confident. What do you think about that? Yeah, so this is actually a really interesting conversation we're having right now because I think there's a difference between competence and confidence. So competence is when, you're, when you have the, the skills to do something really, really well. Right. So like, let's say we're let's use an example of playing tennis, for instance, the more balls I hit when I play tennis, the more I'll get that rhythm, the more I'll get like a a better understanding of of where to move on the court. I'll get a better sense of what kind of shot I need to make. And and then when it comes to confidence, I kind of see confidence as more of like a 
like a natural thing that we all have. Like, I feel like we were all born and that we could always come back to that confident moment in ourselves whenever we want. And then if we want to get really good at the skills of confidently or competently doing something, then we just have to do that skill more and more. Does that make any sense? Or It does. Do I guess it's, it's a chicken and egg thing. So you, mm-hmm. you're saying that confidence is something that you feel inside yourself where yeah. competence is how you feel about a skill. Do I have that correct? Uh, yeah. If I had to kind of uh, break it down, I think that would be close, more closely to how I see it. Because I would see it as I think they're actually pretty connected to each other. I just feel like confidence comes from competence and that you can't feel confident unless you are competent. You know, and I think that the more you become competent in skills, it actually builds an overall confidence in your ability to step into the unknown and do things that might be challenging or difficult, which makes you feel more self-esteem. So I do agree that when you do something more, like I said, like you'll get better at it. For a while, that's kind of like what I did. I, I kept talking to women. I kept getting better at connecting with women. And, and after a certain while, I think for me, it was, I kept thinking like, I've done this so much. Like one night I'll be on my super big high of connecting with a really lovely woman. And, and I'm like at the zenith point of my life. But then the very next day I'd wake up and I get super nervous and, and, and anxious and, and everything all, all over again. And I'd always think, wait, why am I not feeling more confident right now? Like I was able to do all that stuff last night and then now I'm feeling all these different feelings. So even though I I do believe that you will get like overall in this general area of life, you will get more confident or competent in in connecting with a woman if you do, if you talk to, if you get better at connecting with women. I, I also think that there's also another part of us where when you see where your natural confidence comes from, when you know where it comes from, which is where your, your innate self is, you're, you're, you're going to start to get an even bigger gear of confidence because now your confidence is no longer attached to what you have done from your outer world, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I like this. This is a, a different way of looking at it for sure. So when guys come to you, yeah. what kind of questions are they asking you? Like, Where do you feel guys are, are struggling the most? Yeah, well, that's kind of a, kind of a big question, by the way, because they ask a lot of questions. But when it comes down to a lot of the questions that I'll probably get from men, they'll often give me a question around this topic of how do I get this one girl to like me? Or um, if, 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 uh, hey, Patrick, I had the situation where this girl liked me and she was connecting with me. I felt the vibe. It felt amazing. And then all of a sudden she just disappears. Like, how do I get her back to, how do I get her attention? So I get that question a lot. Do you get, so you what's get your answer? Yeah, all, all the time. Yeah, 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 all the time. What do you say to that guy? Uh, well, well, I always give them like the, the analogy of a, of a chess game, right? So like, let's say we're playing chess. Imagine this person has all, the, has all your pieces. And now you only have like uh, this, you know, you only have like a, a, a rook and a, and a king or whatever. And they have all the, all your, and they have every other piece that you don't have. Well, in that in that moment, what could you do, like to to still get the girl or, or win this chess game? Well, you just kind of let it play out as it as it will, and and then you move on because if, if this person was really interested in you, she'd probably give you the time of day to connect with you. So I'm not sure if that's a, as good of a qu- answer that you would give me, but I'm kind of curious how you would answer that question. So if the question is is what exactly? So guy comes to you and says comes to me and says. There's this one girl, I like her, but 
but what? She's not responsive. She's not responding to me as, as much as I want her to, or she seems like not into it as much. Is that, is that the question? Uh, yeah. I say drop her immediately. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we would have a pretty similar answer to that one then. Yeah, it's just a waste of time to be chasing girls that are not interested. And I try to let guys know that as much as I can and try to date more to get into an abundance of women to accomplish an abundant mindset so that you won't care about those women who are not interested and they might end up being attracted to you anyways because you're not chasing them because you have other women that you are interested in and are interested in you. That's the way that I that I usually go with it, you know. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of it, like what you just kind of said, comes back to also for me time. I think time is one of the most important things that we have. Whenever we're chasing something, like you were saying, where something's not working, I, I just don't have any interest in chasing something that doesn't work. Yeah, and and for me, it, it's all about like there are a lot of women that I could probably attract if I if I you know if I said this thing and. And I told these stories and, you know, and, and, and I said what she wanted me to say in order to get her to like me. But, but that's like doing too much work for me personally. <laughs> and, and I don't want to be doing work. I want to yeah. be the person. I don't want to be playing the game the whole time to get her interested in me. That's too much to manage. So yeah. I'm like, so I'm always looking for the person that has the most effortless connection with me. And when she's really connected with me, it's like it has a life of its own moving this relationship forward. Um, if there's if there's too much energy that uh, too many things I need to do to like I'm like I gotta say this line to her to get her interested in me again I need to do this thing to I have I need to pay for I need to be able to have enough money to pay for her meal and buy her these things in order to make her happy it's just like it's just too much maintenance for me personally so yeah yeah, yeah. you're basically saying what I tell guys in a different way which is you want to be with women who are very high level of interest. Mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing. And that's why I say to guys all the time. It's like, you want to be surrounding yourself with women who have a high level of interest. And the ones that have a low level of interest, which you're describing are the ones that you have to think that you have to do more, do something to not be surrounding yourself with those women. Because why bother doing all the work with someone who's not even that interested to begin with? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I remember like back in the day when, you know, before I started understanding this dance between men and women, I, I was chasing after this one woman named Rachel for like two years. Like I, I asked her, like, what kind of guys do you like? And he was and, and she would tell me, well, I really like guys who are like linebackers and guys who are a little more on the you know quiet and silent type. And I remember thinking, OK, I'm definitely not that type. How do I how do I change myself completely to get her to like me now? So I ended up going to the gym and, and I started lifting weights and getting really big. I started acting kind of like more like I, I talked, I used less words. I, you know, I, I kind of hung out a little bit more coolly because she wanted that. And at some point I actually did get her to become my girlfriend. But, but even then it was like always like managing this relationship with her. And then I remember one night when, you know, I thought I was doing a great job of like keeping her, her interest and in being my girlfriend. You know, she said to me, Patrick, I want to tell you something. I want to, I've been trying to love you all this time, but I just can't. And I remember thinking, wow, that sucks. Because I put so much energy to changing myself completely, to try to get this person to like me. And even when I got her to like me, she still really couldn't give herself to me. And so, you know what? I bet you that change that you were trying to make, she subconsciously saw it. And that maybe even turned her off more. That's just my theory. I think your theory is probably spot on. Yeah, well, that was kind of the story. I mean, it, it, I, I kind of know it just it. ended. 
<laughs> you kind of got it just kind of ended. Well, well, she was like someone that I loved so dearly because you know we we did everything together from doing improv comedy. We were roommates and housemates. It was someone I was spending a lot of time with, and then and and, and everyone everyone in my circle knew how obsessed I was about this person. I, I realized just how much I felt like I needed this person. That whatever her decision was, whatever if she chose me, then I'd be super happy. If she didn't choose me, then then my life would be like in crumbles. And and I remember thinking that can't be it. Like my this can't be how how attracting women should go. Because if this is how it goes, that means that like I'm giving myself up completely. And I remember just feeling like my emotional highs were tied to what she would think of me. If that makes any sense. Yeah, exactly. And also, you said a key word in there just about 30 seconds ago, you said the word need, that you needed her. So your mindset was based on needing her and needing the validation. So it's almost as if like you almost deep down didn't even really want her. You just wanted something to make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think some of that is true. One of the things is that she was a cool person, but at the same time, I was seeking validation from her for love because I felt so alone. And I thought that she yeah. could give it to me. Did you feel more alone when you were with her or continuously alone? Like she was there, but it wasn't everything that you yeah. really wanted? Like you almost always felt needy? Was that, was that a constant? Yeah, it was like when I was with her and things were good, it was like, oh, I'm on this really big high. You know, kind of like if you like did some kind of drug, right? It's like you feel like, oh my God, or alcohol or whatever it is. You're like, wow, this is the greatest thing in the world. I'm having such a great time. And then when she wasn't around or when she was interacting with someone else, all of a sudden I'm like getting really insecure about myself. I'm like, oh no, my my love is being taken away by this person right now. It's it's fleeting. It's leaving me right now. I'm like, and I needed to cap recapture it to feel love again. Yeah, like an addiction. Because an addiction, you never feel full. Only for a very brief time in something you're addicted to, do you feel content? And then it goes away pretty fast. So it's not sustainable, always needing more. Yeah. And and, I, and what I wasn't realizing what I was doing for all these years, by the way, I was using women to, to feed my validation to feel good about myself. So I thought maybe if I had more women, maybe if I had sexier women, maybe if I had just a woman who can just give me all her love. I was always looking from the outside, as I was saying, to, to get that, uh, that validation or approval from women in order to feel good about myself. And that's what kind of drove me crazy. And, and, and for a lot of years, because I, I didn't have this, I, I felt just completely inadequate as, as a guy. And when, when I realized that my validation never came, if I, if I stopped looking at my validation from women, then I could actually find that confidence or that happiness or that wholeness inside of me. Be more specific about that. How did you get to that point? Like, what did you do to find that inside of you? Yeah. Well, I saw like a bigger self of who I was. So you call it, you can call it God. You can call it being in the zone, the big mind, universal mind, whatever you want to call it. I just saw, I saw me as the little character. I was trying to feed my egoic character of Patrick and Patrick's a, Patrick's like a level eight of funny. He's a level nine of worthiness. And he's a, a level seven of intelligence. And I was always trying to make that character of Patrick bigger and bigger and stronger to validate that character to become more confident. And then one day when I saw that that character was all made up and that who I really was, my, you could call it my true essence or my true self, was that I was, I was 
when I saw that that was who I really was, I stopped looking from the outside world to find that confidence or that validation because I saw it within me and that no matter what happened, I would always return back to that confident feeling. That is deep. That's very deep. So yeah, there's a lot of different terminology for that. It seems very almost Buddhist in a sense. Yeah, I guess so. But it was just the fact that I finally, because I was always someone who was always looking to be worthy or find my worth. So I was always trying to prove myself to find that worth. Uh, when, I st- when I started to see that what I do or what my failures were or whatever happened outside of me like happens, like none of that will determine my true worth in the world. And when I saw that, I just stopped. I, I just had this really big inner joy inside of me. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Wow. Okay, so I'm actually fine. I'm actually fine. Well, now that I'm fine, what do I want to create now? Oh, I want to create a lover? Okay, well, what would creating a lover be like now coming from the place of not needing a lover, but wanting one? How cool would that be? So I kind of started coming from that place of, ooh, how cool would it be if I had that in my life? As opposed to what you were saying earlier, needing someone in my life. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. All the fears, the anxieties, the harsh emotions started to dissipate because you started to feel comfortable with what is and who you are more on the inside than the validation, mm-hmm. like you said, you were seeking. So what happened after this enlightened moment? What happened was that I started, this sounds maybe a little bit weird, but I started being able to connect with people's souls. Like I could feel, like when I became more connected to myself, I started being able to connect with someone's soul more, more easily. So you know how like sometimes when And we can make it a more of a concrete example. You know how sometimes when you go into a room and you see all these pretty girls everywhere and they all look so pretty. And then you you walk in, you're like, oh, I don't know who to talk to. There's so many lovely women. Like I'm overwhelmed. I could talk to any of them because they're all like perfect. But what what I noticed was that when I walked in to like and and started connecting with someone, I could start feeling how much I was enjoying this woman. I could feel how what her soul feels like. And when I start to understand what what feels good to me when I'm connecting with someone, that's when I realize, oh, so that's really my my nine or ten. Oh, that's that's my dream lover. As opposed to before, I always thought that, oh man, if I could finally attract someone that looks like this or that, then, then that person will be the person I would be pursuing. And you know and what? I, also here, sorry to interrupt. You did something that I try to teach guys as well, that's so crucial. What you were doing is you were focusing more on what you wanted and how you feel than trying to go into nice guy mentality, trying to figure out how they feel. You mm. were trying to, you were almost enjoying the experience and, and wanting to have the experience for you, not Absolutely. trying to create a good experience or positive one for the person. Does that resonate at all? Absolutely. And it actually connects back to the shy thing as well. Do you, do you remember earlier when we talked about that? Well, I think this all kind of correlates, by the way, because the moment that I think anyone starts thinking about how they're coming off, they're going to start being really self-conscious and weird around that person. So if this woman, if, if, I'm, if I'm thinking like, is this person going to enjoy me? Is this person going to like me? Is this person think that I'm shy? Does this person think that I'm weird? Does this person, is she going to be like uh, overwhelmed by me? Will she, will she not like me? But the moment that I started thinking about myself, definitely have lost a moment. And I've definitely kind of have like disconnected from that person. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So back to the story. So 
when you were saying too this idea that okay you were now trying to focus more on on you know you're in the room beautiful women and you were trying to talk to one and and have a good time continue from there yeah so well i had that epiphany like like when I was going into a lot of different rooms and I I talked and I'd see these really attractive women, a lot of times I'd be like, Oh wow, look at this person, man, this person is fantastic. Maybe like, maybe I should spend more time with this person by using this line. And and before I kind of always saw like saw women as someone that needed to be won over. Right. So I always had that win over mentality when I stopped kind of using that mentality. And, and, and I came from the point of view of like, let's see, if she and I would get along, because I want to make sure that I'm going to enjoy her. If I don't enjoy enjoy her, it, it's going to be like really unenjoyable, first of all. And I don't want to be an, 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 uh, having an unenjoyable time. I want to be enjoying myself. So I guess whenever I come into a room now these days, it's like I'm going to interact with everyone. And then after a while, after connecting with everyone, I'm, I'm going to get some kind of download or some kind of insight. I'm like, oh, wow, that was really fun. I kind of want to spend more time with that one now. That, that woman, I'll just go back and connect with her again. So that's kind of like how I kind of determine these days, like who I want to spend my time with. I like it. I like it. That is the more alpha way of doing it. That's for sure. It's the less needy way of looking at dating and meeting women and, of course, seeking that validation. Yeah, absolutely. What's your kind of approach on that, by the way? On which part? On Let's say you see like 10 lovely women in a room and you need to kind of determine who you want to spend more time with. How do you kind of determine it for yourself? I want to find out who's friendly and feminine. That's that's what I, I would be seeking. So I'd have conversations with them and I'd see who's friendly, who's receptive, who's acting in the most feminine. You know, are they women who are just combative or, mm. or trying to argue or make a lot of points? Are they receptive to what I'm saying? Do I think that they're interesting? Do I feel a, a connection or a rapport with them in the first few minutes? Does it feel easy to talk to them? I don't mean easy because it's hard to talk to a beautiful woman. I mean, ease of just being able to relate to them and their experiences and whatever it is that we talk about and see if it's the personality that I enjoy being around. So mm. that's what I would be doing. If I was in a room with lots of beautiful women and talking to them and figuring out which one I connect with faster. And also out of that, who's the most receptive and who's showing the most interest in me? Mm, that's a big one right there. Yeah, because I, I don't want to be chasing a woman. I don't want to be getting into impress mode. I don't want to be trying to you know pull some tricks or whatever that's going to get them superficially interested. I want someone who's actually interested. Yeah, that's how I would do it. That's how I would do it. I, I would I would make sure that I'm trying to have a good time in the situation and knowing that, hey, even if I walk out of the room and I didn't connect with any of those women, that there's always going to be more and try mm -hmm. to just enjoy my time right now because it's fun to be in a room full of women that I'm attracted to. Absolutely. And I love one thing that you said, by the way, Trip. You said superficially interested in me. And I like that because there, like, I think everything that I'm doing whenever I'm connecting with women is I'm trying to like take off that superficialness of themselves. Like everything I'm saying, everything, every story I'm telling, the way that I'm like in a room with her is to get her to drop everything, like drop all that superficiality so that she can give me something interesting, like so that she can give me like a real piece of herself because I want to see all of her. So everything that I'm doing is just to let her guard down so that I can see how beautiful she really is. Yes, yes, I like that. I like that, that's very cool. So if guys want to learn more about you, know, you and 
the way that you help them woo girls, what can they do next if they want to connect with you? Yeah, well, they can go to my website at patrickwu.org and they can either sign up for, I can give you also a, a free like webinar if you want to watch it, or you can also contact me directly on my website. Okay, perfect. So we'll put that information in the show notes so guys can contact you if they feel that they've connected with you here and, and like what you have to say. Are there any last words that you want to say to the guys that are listening who need help with meeting and attracting women? I think we kind of said a lot for today, but I just wanted to say for you, for this conversation with you that it's been very enjoyable. And uh, I've had a great time talking to you, by the way. Cool. Any other last words of inspiration you want to share? You're only one lover away from connecting with. I love it. So you got to go out there and give it a shot, right? <laughs> yeah. Just go out there. And I'm sure that over time, you'll meet someone lovely. Awesome. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for being here, sharing some of your wisdom and some of your experiences. Appreciate it. And take care. And thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much again.